Welcome, Geek Vibes Nation, to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Interview. I am with the supremely talented CJ Perry. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I want to start off with a lot of people know you for wrestling, but what a lot of people don't know is the very amazing acting side of you. You were in a movie uh, this year that comes out this year, uh, Cosmic Scent. Uh, that was a really, really, really big cast that they had for that movie. How much fun was it being a part of that? Oh my God, it was so much fun to be able to be in a movie with Bruce Willis and Frank uh, Grillo was, wow, um, couldn't believe it. I mean, it's crazy when you watch these people from a little kid, especially like Bruce Willis, you know, so many movies, um, literally an action star. So to be able to be in a sci-fi movie with him, which I'm such a sci-fi nerd. So it was definitely like my little, little, uh, my, my little girl inside me's dream come true. So and my mom. My mom is a huge um, sci-fi nerd, so it was pretty cool for her. To sci-fi is such a great world. Um, what can you tell us about your character from Cosmic Sin? I am a sniper. Um, my, my name is Soul in the movie, and actually the role was written for a man um, originally. And so it was really cool when they decided to change the gender and let me um, play the role. Um, she's the baddest sniper in the galaxy. Um, she can shoot anything and anyone like that, you know, a plane, a ship, a spaceship, a fly. Um, and she's a little bit, um, you know, maybe a little ruthless, but it's because she's a warrior. And as a warrior, um, you know, there has to be that edge to you. And she's seen a lot of things, but she's extremely loyal to her people and will do anything for them. Absolutely. I love that, though. That is something that needs to become more mainstream where roles are just written for women. It doesn't have to be originally men that you translate into, uh, you know, into that. But to me, like I said before, this cast, you have the Luke Wilsons, your Frank Grillo's, your Bruce Willis. Like, what was, so to prepare for this, was this something you had to take a lot of, like, sniper classes or, or, or things like that? Like, how was the preparation for this role? Oh my God, the, the, honestly, the preparation was insane because um, I got the script probably like 10 days before we started shooting. Mm -hmm. And yes, and so I got the script, I auditioned, then they told me we want you to do that. I auditioned for something else, then they wanted me to do another role and um, soul. And they're like, yeah, we're shooting in 10 days. Like we're starting in 10 days in Atlanta. And I was supposed to go to Canada and Saudi Arabia with WWE. And so I went straight from there to Atlanta to start shooting and so it was really insane um, we were supposed to shoot a little bit longer and have a little bit more preparation but then the whole news of the pandemic happening started so it was like in fast drive to try to wrap the movie before everything got shut down and actually our last day of shooting was the, the day before everything got shut down. So we barely finished it, which was a miracle. But because of that, it was like, I, we didn't have time to actually have classes of how to hold a gun. We had to learn on the, like the, the stunt coordinator was on um, film set and he was teaching us before we went out there and did it. So of course I would have liked 
to have a lot more preparation because I actually enjoy the process. Like I enjoy learning I enjoy, you know, just, yeah, the process of learning. And so, but that's the great thing about WWE is because they prepare us for those moments. You know, they prepare us for one take only. They prepare us to be like, okay, you have five minutes to do this, learn it, do it, perform it. Okay. And so I felt like that was a lot of the, the vibe and the set on Cosmic Sin reminded me a lot of Monday Night Raw, to be honest. Like urgency, like, oh my God, Bruce Willis is here. We got to shoot this one take right now because we have to move on to the next one. So <laughs> it was very high stakes. And whenever I tell like any of my um, actor friends that are in my acting classes, they're like, oh my God, how did you do it? And I'm like, I think it was Monday Night Raw and SmackDown that prepared me for that. You know, like not knowing what we're going to do on live television 30 minutes before our sec, our live television segment. Right. And, you know, as stressful as those times can be, I'm, I'm thankful for it because that's happening in movies with Bruce Willis on the big screen as well. Right. That's, that's one of the things I was really interested in asking you because we know it always seems like in wrestling, you guys never get a day off. Like it literally, especially when the world was functioning and you guys would have your dark shows and it's like, you're traveling all yeah. the time. So one of the things I wanted to ask you before we get into wrestling was I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, do you ever feel now that you're starting to get the acting bug, you're, you know, you're, you're getting big roles like this. Does it ever kind of like tear you a little bit on the idea of like there might come a day where this acting thing just really launches into a world of its own will I still have that that love and that desire to do the dark shows to do the constant traveling for for wrestling I mean there's nothing like WWE and I have such a love for it and I, I came from that's the, a lot the difference between me and a lot of people in WWE is that I actually came from the outside world I came from entertainment I came from Hollywood and I chose to come here because I fell in love with this the, with rest pro wrestling and fell in love with WWE the way we tell stories and there's no place in the world that does this and coming from a background of professional dancing as well as acting where you know you go out there and you perform as a professional dancer in front of a live audience which there's nothing like that you know like being telling a story on film and television without that audience you don't have as a performer I don't get the same gratification there's nothing nothing in the world like that adrenaline rush that you get when you're performing in front of a live audience and the relationship that you have with the crowd and I am I'm extremely thankful I feel like I have a crazy relationship with the WWE universe you know they either love me or hate me but you know I'm always thankful that they make a lot of noise and they react and they feel something towards me and you know I feel so much towards them so I'm extremely grateful for that and I feel like you know I love television and movies because it's a different style storytelling and we have to have that storytelling um as well but that's why I'm in love with my job I love performing in front of the WWE universe because I get to do both you know I get to perform in front me especially when they come back our fans at Wrestlemania it's going to be the first time that we've had fans in over a year right. that makes me really emotional um and I just missed the, um the fans so much I've missed the WWE universe and 
I feel like I, I think about that a lot. Like I'm like, what about let's let's dream big? What about if I became like the next big, you know, Marvel movie star? Um, I would still want to come back and you know perform and connect with our fans and connect with. There's nothing like the wrestling fan base. There's nothing. They're so passionate, and I just love that relationship. You know, I love that instant gratification, um, and also just the adrenaline rush that you get. That there's only one take. And everyone's going to be talking about it on Twitter. So, um, and I live for it. I love that. So I, 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 I want to be in WWE as long as they'll have me. Absolutely. So transitioning into WWE, on a more serious note, how scary was it for, uh, for you guys with the transition of live shows, the traveling, then boom, COVID hits. And it's like, you're, you're in this world where, you have no idea necessarily what's going on. Um, I'm sure you guys might have had a little bit of an edge, more so of like the, the best doctors and whatnot. Um, so you might have had like a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit more ahead of the curve. But how scary was it that transition? And then, like you said, showing up to an arena or the um, I forgot what you got where you guys were working out of at the time. Right. Yeah. Right. So to show up there, the performance right. The performance center. Thank you. Thank you. So showing up there and essentially no fans, you know, like how was that transition? Oh my gosh. When I think about last year, it's such a weird feeling. And it's like, I'm so glad we pushed through um, because I was traveling. Actually, I, I traveled on March 24th last year for WrestleMania. Um, got a call on my birthday, the 23rd, that they need you at WrestleMania with Bobby Lashley. And I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, just all the fear comes in, of course, because we didn't, that was, that was COVID a year ago when we didn't really know, you know, what was happening. And it's terrifying. I mean, never in my lifetime have I lived through a pandemic. So I'm like, oh my God, am I going to die? Am I going to do this? But I love my job. I love performing. Someone needs to keep on putting smiles on people's faces. So I I hope to be that person, you know, in a time that everyone is sad and depressed and scared, you know, hopefully to be able to give a little bit of hope and a little bit of just fun, you know, like literally just to get maybe someone a laugh or, you know, entertain them in this time that there was no content going out, you know, there was no sports, there was no, I watched every new show, I became an avid YouTube watcher, because I'm like, okay, I've watched every single show, Crazy Anatomy, I've watched seven times already, you know, the Kardashians 10 times. <laughs> so it's, um, we were one of the few places that were putting out content still. And so from that sense, I was really grateful, um, because I want to be that person to still be entertaining people when maybe other people can't um and I also was kind of like this is where I'm a little bit strange again but I was also a little bit grateful to be traveling during that time because I'm like this is might never happen again in our life you know so I want to be able to witness it like I have pictures and videos on my phone from traveling through the airport where it felt like walking dead it felt like the apocalypse LAX is closed down there's four people on my flight I mean you know you see these things trend on Twitter or on Instagram, but I was able to actually experience it myself. And I just think, you know, 50 years from now, I'm going to look back at that footage and those pictures and I'm going to be like, yeah, we pushed through. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that as, as a whole, the world came together and 
it was kind of refreshing that one of those, I mean, we went through a lot last year, but you know, there were times that it was nice that we decided the world to come together to fight something bigger than us bigger than just, um, you know, there's always, we're always at war. And it was kind of a different feeling for me to be like, okay, this is bringing us together to fight something that is bigger than us. And I don't like what happened in Cosmic Sin. We came together to fight something bigger than us. (laughs) But yeah, so that's a long answer. No, no, no. I appreciate that answer. Because to me, I would imagine it's like, you're in locker rooms with a whole bunch of people. So it's the idea of when that first breaks of like, you're not supposed to be within like a certain amount of feet. And it's like, what's well, a locker room? I can't, you know, I can't tell people, hey, wait out there till I'm done. And then when I come out, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. I imagine it had to be terrifying. Yeah, I think it, the unknown was really terrifying, you know? And I think I just kind of correlate so many things with, you know, I try to live my life being wise and smart and taking all the, you know, trying to make the wise choices. But at the same time, I, I run into my fear. And so like every time I get into that ring and I have to go to the third rope, um, I know that anything could happen. Anything can happen in that ring. And I choose to run into my fear. And I kind of took that as with the pandemic as well. It's like, yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah, anything can happen. Um, but I'm gonna run into my fear. And I, I believe I was healthy enough. If I got COVID, I would be able to kick out of it. And I was very, you know, cautious with myself of not exposing the people. And I think that's in general, everyone, we should still be that way, you know, is like take, you know, you and I are young and healthy. And but like let's just take that extra step of people that might still be in danger of it. Right. Absolutely. So to transition into WrestleMania, as you see the banner behind me, um, we got the breaking news from Monday Night Raw last night that you will be part of the tag team turmoil uh, this Saturday. The winning team, I believe, goes on Sunday to challenge the, uh, the women's tag team champions. So in my mind, I am talking to the future tag team champion. Um, so how exciting is that? And how nervous are you heading into this Saturday? I just got so excited when you actually said it because I, um, I haven't been able to talk to anyone. Like I haven't heard verbally heard this. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, um, oh, I'm so excited. Um, man, of course I'm nervous, but I'm so excited. Um, it's an honor to be on WrestleMania. A lot of people go through their whole careers and they never get to be on the biggest show of the year. It's it's our Super Bowl, it's our Oscars, yeah. it's our Grammys. And you know, not everyone wins an Oscar, not everyone wins a Grammy. And so it's it's I it's an honor. I have so many incredible friends that are incredible wrestlers in WWE that have haven't heard their entrance music at WrestleMania or haven't had a match at WrestleMania. So for us girls to be on the show, I mean five days ago, there were only two women's matches, one on each night. And now we have four women's matches, two on each night. And so it just shows you that we have to fight. We have to fight for more representation of people of color, of, of, of women, of every sexual orientation, of every religion, you know, and it's it, sometimes it, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to keep fighting. You know, you think you get take five steps forward and four back, but like, we're making progress all the time and it's just really exciting to see the card I mean Bianca versus Sasha and um Rhea versus Asuka it's just I'm really excited I'm nervous of course um 
I was like mad at Reginald when he cheated Naya's new boy toy, obviously, and took our opportunity away. And I was hoping we could maybe face Naya and Shayna, but like now we're gonna fight for our life against some of the best women's wrestlers in the world. And we're gonna fight and we're gonna, Naomi and I are gonna win and we're gonna go against my arch nemesis. I mean, yeah. Naya has nine tables. I have been fighting Naya and Shayna since September. <laughs> so I want that title. I was I just about to say, I was just about to say, uh, out of everybody in this tag team turmoil, it's the most personal for you because you get a chance to dethrone someone who's essentially been your bully, like you said, since September. Um, so this is this is very big, but the point you were making about like to see where the, the women's division is now is something I have two sisters. So it's it's really awesome to see where it was when I grew up in the, the late 90s, early 2000s to where you can look at it and go, women's division definitely has the men's division beat. Like, you know, it's, it's they have some of the best matches. Um, so, I mean, you know, to go a little bit into what we were just saying, this is a chance to knock off, you know, Nia Jax and, and Shayna Baszler. So is that just like icing on the cake of when you win this tag team turmoil and then you go on to face them Sunday, beating them specifically, is that the icing on the cake for you? Oh, absolutely. For sure. I think that, of course, like we talked about a WrestleMania match is huge and amazing. But I think for specifically every person who has fought Nia and Shayna, they know how ruthless they are. Every single, I can guarantee you, every single woman in that locker room who has stepped in that ring with Naya, they know what a risk it is. I mean, we can remember what happened with Becky and Kyrie and so many other people. Anything can happen with that woman. She is strong. She is a beast. She fought in the Men's Royal Rumble. She beat yeah. up Randy Orton and Rey Mysterio. I mean, that's literally insane to me. You know, the power of this woman took out our truth, you know? And like, I just want to take it a little bit further. Like, like, Naya actually took me out in 2019 at the Royal Rumble. And like, amazingly, Becky was able to take my spot and main event. But like, she's been constantly like targeting me, well, probably because I like the color pink. I don't know. Um, but, you know, constantly targeting me. You know, she's taken out so many of my opportunities. Naya and Shayna took me out of my opportunity the, um, for the title shot with Asuka. Then she bought, brought, um, you know, literally they injured me off. And so like, it's very personal to me. I mean, my back is still hurting from the nine tables, you know? Like, just because I still got up, just because I still showed up to work, just because I still decided that, yes, I'm going to fight my giant, my bully, the, the thing that scares me the most and take as many power bombs as I need to. That stuff is terrifying. And I still chose to do it. And I think every single person knows that every single person. So yeah, it will be the icing on the cake when I do dethrone them, my arch nemesis, my Goliaths. So Absolutely. gosh, you know, I mean, I think that's why I love this, love this country, you know, and, and, and growing up in Russia, I would always, a lot of times they're just like, oh, it is what it is, sorry, you know, um, but here it's like, no, keep on working hard, keep on training, you can make anything happen, and that's what my, my dream is to become champion at WrestleMania. Absolutely. And I feel as though speaking it into existence is always step one. So that's why I, I started off by saying when you win Saturday, 
then when you win Sunday, um, that Monday Night Raw will be awesome. Uh, seeing you introduce as new tag team champions, you and Naomi. Um, so I got two more questions for you before I let you go. The first one is outside of the business that you have to get done Saturday, what is that one match between Saturday and Sunday uh, that you are looking forward to the most? Um, obviously not being your own. I'm really excited about um, Sasha Bianca. Um, I think, you know, Sasha has set out, I remember her so well and have seen her grown so much over the years. And I, I remember she always wanted to be the best of all time, the greatest of all time. And, you know, at one point I'm like, yeah, she's, she's definitely one of the best women, one of the greatest women. But now I would say, I think she might, she's earning her really to be called one of the greatest of all time, one of the best of all time. And I think because she always, you know, every time I see her, she gives some of the best matches to everyone, you know, and a lot of the, the greats of, the WWE women, they have great matches with certain people, you know? And yeah, if you have two great in-ring competitors, of course you can have a great match. It's just like two great actors. Of course you can have a great match. But if you take a um, in-ring competitor that's not as experienced, not as good, and then you throw in, you can still give them a great match. That says so much about that person. And I think that, you know, Sasha as a whole has given some of the best people their best matches. And so I'm really excited to see this. Um, I'm really excited. I know a lot is on Bianca's shoulders. She claims to be the best. She claims to be the greatest and the fastest. And you know, the strongest. Um, so I'm interested, will she really be that? Cause I don't, I know that she's strong, but guess what? Just because you can lift a whole much and just because you can run really fast does not make you the best in-ring competitor. Cause it involves a lot of other things, it involves experience and involves this mm. means, you know, and at the end of the day, um, Sasha's very smart very 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 smart and she has the experience so um i don't i'm interested in i'm very interested in how who you know i think sasha's still going to remain the boss and champion um but i'm super excited about that um as well as um rian oscar i'm super stoked about i mean oscar is one of my favorite in-ring competitors in the world like she is amazing she is so phenomenal um she's actually my husband's um Miro's actual favorite um he's always like Oscar's I'm like what about me what about me <laughs> like um so and that says a lot I think um so yeah definitely and of course Bobby and Drew are going to be great as well I think believe that they're the main event on Saturday absolutely and so what you said I don't think you can do a wrestling Mount Rushmore without Sasha Banks being one of the faces on that on that Mount Rushmore. She just advanced the women's division tenfold. Um, yeah. I mean, she was in a Hell in a Cell match. That's just something 15, 20 years ago would just be unheard of. Like, it would have oh, yeah. never happened. Two Hell in a Cell matches, I right. believe. Right. Two or three, actually. Yeah, I think she it was one with Bailey and then one with Charlotte that I know. Yeah, probably. and Becky. She was one with Becky as Becky. well. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So she, you know, yeah, she's, it's insane. I mean, I remember when I first started in WWE, when I would ask things like, will we ever have a Royal Rumble or Hell in a Cell? They were like, absolutely not. Like NXT right. will, but WWE went in, that's 2014. And so to see, you know, two, like a year later, two years later, three years later, how many like glass ceilings we broke and how many people we proved 
wrong is just amazing and it's exciting and it's encouraging and I hope you know we are able to continue to inspire kids and that you can do anything you set your mind to no matter what color you are no matter what gender race religion you know and um so it's really cool I hope we continue to give hope to the the youth absolutely and last question we are a geek podcast so my fan base would kill me if I did not throw in a geek question, I saw your Spider-Man cup. Um, so can I assume you are team Marvel? And if so, um, is there any character that you are a fan of that we have not seen in the MCU yet that you would be interested in playing? Well, I mean, one of my favorite characters of all time is actually, and we have seen it a little bit on Netflix, but hoping it will bring be brought back as Punisher. Mm. Um, God, I think I just identify so much with it and like my mom actually loves Daredevil was like her favorite uh, and she's just so like she's such a good person she always does the right thing and I'm like how can you identify with him like he's blind and his dad was killed and he doesn't even want to like torture the people you know wow and you know because she's just such like a Christian and spiritual and always do the right thing God will have your back and I like identify more with Punisher like you screwed my face family you kill my family but I kill you um, and so I just I think I always identify to superheroes that are not perfect superheroes that are not um squeaky clean because I've made so many mistakes in my own life you know and I think as humans we always we are flawed there's no perfect person and so I I personally always identify with superheroes that are more flawed and just human and so I loved, you know, I, I absolutely, that was my favorite show. Um, the Punisher on Netflix, the first season, I was, I, I can't even start to tell you how obsessed I was with it. Um, and so, you know, it's interesting because we have all these characters for me specifically that I usually male characters I like more, you know, especially in comics, you know, yeah, we have here and there, you know, some that I identify, but it's always, it is a lot of times the male ca characters that are, are written stronger, have more comedic timing um, and layers. And, you know, in this time that we're really talking about inclusion is, you know, maybe we will have these type of characters, maybe Punisher will be played by a woman one day, you know, maybe a black woman or an Indian woman, you know, like, why not just push it a little bit further? And so if the very least I can do is just bring more uh, conversation about these things and to maybe get, put that down the line, you know, if, um, that's really what I, I would love. So, um, but any character, obviously a villain too. I love villains. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me. Again, I said I speak things into existence. I can look back and say I had an interview with the new WWE Women's Champion. Um, so thank you so much for giving me the time. And uh, please stay safe. And I cannot wait to grab the popcorn and, and be tuned in Saturday night and say, I told everyone. I told everyone what was going to happen. Oh, thank you so much. You have no idea how much that means to me. You really don't. Like, that's awesome. I really need to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> thank you and take care. Thank you. Take care.